When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Breakfast with Mark Bigley and Jared Walsh. Tire Power, Australia's biggest independent tire retailer, keeping you safe on the roads. Tirepower.com.au Three minutes past eight, been a big show. You can always listen to the podcast. If you're listening on the app too, you can have a look inside Studio Lumo. Uh, You can also message and call us directly. We just heard from Carl Gallagher from the Adelaide Football Club. Bix, now it is time to turn our attention to Port Adelaide who take on the Dockers on Friday night at Alberton. Three games at Alberton in a row which is fantastic for the Port Adelaide faithful, the true believers, to go and see their side. Someone who is going to play a very important role at the club as he has been since his debut is Darcy Byrne-Jones. Good morning to you, DBJ. Now, showdown, the summer one's out of the way. Um, Fremantle Friday night, another challenge for the boys. Yeah, certainly. Um, Yeah, it's going to be a a good chance to um, put into place what we've been working on in pre-season, so... Um, yeah, another chance to get ready for round one, and um, we're looking forward to it. Uh, g'day, Darcy. What about some of the key takeaways from last week? What did you uh, What did you enjoy about the game in terms of the things you you were hoping to get out of it? Yeah, I think it was a reasonably high quality game for yeah. sort of a February match simulation. Um, you know, another chance to to like I said, implement what we've been working on against an opposition. Um, you know, a team that you know has some talent. So. Yeah, we're, we're pretty pleased with, with how things went. It was reasonably high quality and um, something to work on moving forward. When you look at your forward setup with Mitch Georgiades coming back, the emergence of uh, Alistair Lord last year, um, Marshall, Dixon, it's going to be hard to, to fit them all in, you would think, and that's part of what you're, you're looking at over the next couple of weeks, I guess. Yeah, certainly. We've got some talent there and um, yeah, the emergence of of Lordy and having Mitch back in the in the team, um, fit and firing as well. It's going to um, be tough, tough for spots down there, and everyone's going to have to work really hard to to stay in the team. And um, there's going to be pressure to perform, that's for sure. Uh, there's a few challenges when it comes to selection, Darcy, and you have a look at that forward line as as Big said with Mitch Georgiatis, but also in the midfield. I'm sure it's a luxury to see. Ollie step back into those centre bounces, um, and, and this must be great on the training track to know that really uh, no spots apart from a couple are guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's been been a pleasure to watch Ollie throughout the preseason. Um, you know, we all felt felt for him last year with the form that he had, and um, you know, he's a, he's a proud footballer, and um, he's having a great preseason. I'm sure he's going to have a great year. But yeah, like you said. 
it is it's going to be tough for spots in there as well. So you know there's going to be pressure to perform, and um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see to see how we how we set up. But um, I'm really confident with with the guys in there and, and how they're going to perform. Now, Darcy, can you please apologise to Ollie Lord? I just called him Alistair. Alistair yeah. Lord, I've got to miss that. And I, I noticed that. Now, Darcy, you're being very respectful. <laughs> you so just for, just for your knowledge there, um, DBJ, Alistair Lord is an Essendon-listed player, but yeah. also he's a former footballer who played for Geelong during the 50s. That's, now, right. that's, that's where I was going. Yeah, we weren't even thought of by then, so Bix has thought he's going to do a throwback and bring Alistair Lord back well, into Alistair the Port Adelaide lineup. He was playing when I was born, you see. Was, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, sorry well, about that. Hey, let I us think ask, there might be a relation there. Actually. I think he might be his grandfather. No, yeah. I think you're right. Mm. Um, let's let's talk about the high performance center. You've had the opportunity now to head into three games in a row after the fan day. Um, I've, I've had a look at that facility, mate. How incredible is it? Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's um, been been a long time coming. You know, personally, there was talks about it. Sort of, it felt like ten years ago. So uh, to be in here, it's great. Um, yeah, we've just got so much more space than, than what we've had previously, and um, you know, there's no excuses now. I guess mm. um, you've been endorsed again as the the vice captain, um, which is a, a great Philip for, for you. But it's an interesting one because you play such a selfless role. You're now playing this half forward role, which is almost the hardest position on the on the ground to play. How how have you sort of reconciled that in your mind? Because so often you're doing lots of stuff that doesn't get recognised by the man in the street clearly held in high regard by your teammates who, who know what you're trying to achieve. Is that something that's been difficult or you're very comfortable with it? Um, you know, I think we're really good internally at um, recognising who's mm-hmm. doing doing their role well and playing their role well. And, you know, you might not get the external plaudits, um, but yeah, internally you, everyone's really appreciated for, for what they do. And, um, you know, I've got a great, great culture around here and, um, you know, a great bunch of, of coaches that, you know, really put an emphasis on making sure that everyone feels like they're part of the team. So, um, you know, that makes it easy to to focus on your role. And, you know, it's a role where you probably don't get, um, you know, the touches and, mm. and that kind of thing to make you feel good. So um, it's important to, to recognise the blokes that are doing it well because um, it is an important role in the team. Connor spoke yesterday as the new skipper about the internal belief that um, you should be trying to make a grand final and potentially win a grand final. Can you talk us through that internal belief and I guess the, the learnings and the growth that you took out of how last season ended and how you've used that to motivate um, the boys and the playing group for 2024? Yeah, I mean, it, it, for, for me personally, it's really easy to, to have that, that internal belief and, and that belief in the group. Um, when you come and train with these boys um, every day and, and see the talent they have, um, it's easier to believe that, that we can achieve what we want. Um, obviously, last year didn't pan out the way we liked, but um, in, in order to get, to get to that final day in September, you have to give yourself an opportunity to get there. So, um, you know, we're really proud of, of finishing top four and, and, you know, that's something we're going to be look to be doing again this year and um, giving ourselves the opportunity again um, without the fear of failure to, to achieve what we want. Mm. And logically, it looks like you've improved the areas that you did fall a little bit short in, whether that be some size in defence or some depth in the ruck. Those were some of the areas that you you needed to improve upon. You've done that, so that must give you confidence as well. Yes, yeah, certainly. Um, the, the guys that have come in have done a really good job so far, and we're really confident 
that they're going to add to us and, and add to the mix that we have and, and provide some, um, you know, something that we didn't probably have last year um, and, you know, take us to the next level, hopefully. Well, Darcy, it's the most exciting time of the year, isn't it? Well, almost. You've got one more game to get out of the way in terms of preparation and then you, you hit the season proper. It looks like being a great year for Port Adelaide, so we wish you all the best. Thank you very much for having me on. Darcy Byrne-Jones joining us there on SENSA Breakfast. We're in Studio Lumo, powered by Lumo Energy SA. I've tried to, over the past five days, Bix, have a look at the 22 that will face West Coast in mm. round one for Port Adelaide. It's a challenge. It's a challenge because there's not many changes from the side that played the Giants in the semifinal last year. Yeah. Um, but they, they certainly need to bring some players in. So they're going to have some issues with Sam Powell Pepper. We'll find out what happens tonight. Yep. Whether Charlie Dixon plays round one. Trent McKenzie hasn't played for the past couple of weeks. So um, they're, they're going to have some forced changes, but it'll be tough. Well, I think... So that, in my eyes, the area where they fell down last year, I, I thought they ended up playing injured players in the final because they just didn't have yeah. the depth to bring other people in. So, so McKenzie, we saw a bit of a squirt of him last week. So, you know, he's always, if you looked at his last 18 months, he's just a bit banged up. And yep. He's probably getting towards the end. He's not as resilient, his body, as it was at the start of his career. So now you've got Zerk Thatcher, you've got Radigali, you've got Ali, you've got Burton. So they've got some depth through that. Area and I think Scott Lysette was just really battling mm. physically last year, and you've brought in two guys in Sweet and Soldo to be able to to match that. So um, that to me gives them a really good chance, and it, it, not to mention the improvement of I think Jason Horn Francis. He's a premier. He's going to be a premier player in the AFL, and he will pop at some stage. Whether we, we've saw glimpses of it, we've seen it for one week or two weeks, but he will have a moment. Like Zach Butters did, yeah, you know, it took him th three or four years, but Zach then went on a tear and he's now in the top 10 players in the AFL. Jason Horn Francis will do that at some stage between now and two years' time. 12 minutes past eight on SENSA.